Welcome, friends, to this week's edition of The Healthy Life with Ben and Ashley. We are so happy to be here with you, getting right into the fall season in October with another episode of The Healthy Life. Exciting times, leaves are changing, pumpkin spices in the air, and we're right into the heart of uh, Ashley's chief season. How's, how's your Chiefs doing this this uh, week? Well, they lost their last game against the Colts. I was disappointed, but you know, we'll push through. <laughs> well, even though I'm from the New York, New Jersey area, you know, I'm a Saints fan and we're having a not so good of a start this season. Oh, but, no. There's yeah, time. We lost to the Panthers <laughs> this week. <laughs> Oh, but when you got Tom Brady in your division, it's a little bit difficult too. But, sure is. But uh, so nice to, to see you again this week, Ashley. And I'm so glad to all the um, listeners on our wonderful podcast. Uh, you guys are really making us. I'm I'm really shocked people even want to hear us. <laughs> Believe me, but it's a we're so glad. Glad to bring you guys this real content, this real everyday content, because we know what the struggles are that go out there with weight loss, with stress, with being overwhelmed. And for you allowing us to come into your homes or your cars and spending a half hour or so with us, we hope to make you a better person and us a better person as well, because we all are part of the healthy family. So Ashley, today we're going to talk about confidence, because we feel that confidence plays a major role in how successful we're trying to do anything in life, weight loss, mm-hmm. you know, day-to-day routines. What's your thoughts on confidence today? Um, I think you're absolutely right. I think confidence, you know, they say it's like, it's the ability to trust yourself and the ability to ex- to succeed. I think if you don't have that trust in yourself that you can do something, it makes it so much harder to accomplish things. You, you really do have to have that confidence, the, you know, the I can do this attitude, the yeah. I think I can... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right because I'm, I'm excited about today's topic and today's talk because I found like I'm a terrible test taker. Like, if you know, like the, the test words A, B, C, D, and E. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll change my answer three times. Mm-hmm. And I probably had the answer the first time, but yeah. my confidence level is weak. And I end up changing it to the wrong answer. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah. The the fact that you mentioned that is funny. Um, I had my ninth grade science teacher. He was an amazing teacher. I ended up spending like my free classes with him in other grades, actually, because he was just such a great teacher. In my ninth grade science class, I, you know, was starting to take tests and he would see that I would change an answer. And, you know, I would get it wrong after I changed it. And he'd, you know, pull me aside and be like, you had this right the first time. And he told me, you have to have that confidence in yourself. Unless you are absolutely sure that you need to go back and change that answer or do something differently. More that times than not, you need to have that confidence in yourself with that first answer. And I feel like that can apply in so many things in life, not just taking a test. What else can it apply on, on Ash? I mean, obviously, since this is kind of mo- mostly a weight loss related podcast, um, definitely in weight loss. I think you need to have that, that confidence in yourself. Just, you know, first and foremost, that you can do this. You might think that I'm never going to be able to lose this much or I'm not going to be able to do it in this much time or I'm not going to be able to, you know, change my eating habits or I'm not going to be able to go out to eat with friends or whatever it is. If, if you constantly think that way, you're probably not. And it's not because you can't, but it's because you think you can't. 
And so to have that confidence in yourself that I know I can do this, I know I can make these changes here, or I can make that change there. It's going to get you so much further having that belief in yourself. And confidence, folks, our wonderful listeners out there, confidence is not being Mr. Perfect or Miss Perfect and I'm an expert out there. Mm -hmm. Confidence is to recognize your strengths as -hmm. well as your weaknesses. It's important to be able to ask for help. You have to be confident in yourself. You know, I'm not going to feel that I look funny because I'm asking for help. Right. Yeah, you've got to have that trust in yourself and well, in that confidence in yourself, knowing that it's okay to ask for the help when you need it, you know, just knowing the difference and well, also knowing the difference in confidence versus cockiness, there is a difference there. And, and it is not, I don't think it's cocky to say I need help or, or to say that, you know, I know I can do this. That's just having that trust in yourself, that confidence. Yeah, the trust to sit back and to listen to others, that that's also a sign of confidence is when we can sit back and digest other people's opinions and not have to project our opinions on other people just because we think we're right. Right, exactly. You know, when it comes to weight loss, I've, I've been thinking about weight loss a lot and I see so many folks that lose a lot of weight and they gain it back because I feel like they don't have the confidence or the assurance in themselves to to maintain that weight loss. And I've seen so many folks lately, um, and I've been thinking about it more, actually, maybe I didn't recognize it, that lose a significant amount of weight and then they put it all back. Do you need confidence to maintain a healthy weight loss? Absolutely. Speaking from, you know, personal experience, just just initially, like kind of biting the you know, just taking that on that weight loss and and doing that in itself um, takes the confidence. But then when you transition over into maintenance, it takes a whole new level, I think, of confidence and self-trust, the trusting in yourself, knowing that what you did to lose the weight was something that you learned, you built those habits and, and knowing you can continue doing it. Um, it does take a lot of self-trust, just, you know, just believing that you can continue doing it. Um, it's It's been a battle. I mean, I've talked about it before, me, especially maintaining. It's kind of a new learning curve and um, it's kind of different from weight loss in a sense. And so believing in yourself and knowing that you can do it, I really believe makes that difference. I found the most successful people that lose weight and maintain weight loss have mm-hmm. to set small goals because if they conquer their small goals, it's a confidence builder. You know, if Mm -hmm. I say I got to lose 25 pounds, that's like climbing Mount Everest, folks, you know. But if I say my goal is to lose five pounds in two weeks and then I conquer that goal, I feel better. I feel more confident that I'm able to achieve. The more little goals I achieve will get me to my bigger goals. If I just have that one huge mountain to climb, I'm just going to keep climbing and just kind of rolling back down the hill and then I'll lose interest, which will lead Mm -hmm. to lack of confidence. So I think you have to be proud of the small things that builds confidence, the small things, not so much just big goals. Right. I know what you mean. I'm exactly the, I think the point is. That was Ashley's other (laughs) co-host. Yes. I'm sorry about that, guys. Special guest. Yeah. She she makes some special appearances sometimes. (laughs) My mini poodle. She's real talkative. So. (laughs) But no, I think especially confident people that you understand and and you know yourself and you trust yourself, you know what kind of goals to set. If you have these major goals that you want to 
you know, achieve, that's fine. But having the confidence in yourself and knowing I need to break that up. I need to set this, you know, this five pound goal here or, you know, this walking goal, 10,000, 12,000, 15,000 steps, whatever it is, that confidence in yourself is knowing how far you can push yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah, pushing yourself, making yourself feel more secure within your own skin. We have mm-hmm. to feel secure within our own skin. And it's tough. Like people say, Oh, how can you how can you coach on Zoom? And how can you well, Zoom was tough in the beginning. I didn't want to want to show my face and stuff, you know. And now we're on Zoom every other day almost. It's become part of our culture. A because yeah, we went through a pandemic and mm-hmm. We now have found that Zoom is a little bit useful tool for time management. Um, I don't have to travel six hours to see Ashley and record this, you know, program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so now if we log on to Zoom, we don't care. But you know, it's just a different, a different world, and it wasn't always easy in the beginning. But it took time. So confidence and time are go hand in hand. One other area I, I want to move on to, Ashley, is I find this little, little touchy subject that have you ever been around that person who who rips or knocks someone um, about they're doing something a certain way? And then I look at those those people and I say they're not confident people because they're if they want to feel better about themselves, why, why don't they work on themselves instead of you know, trying to take others down. Have you ever ran across a person like that? Absolutely. Um, And sadly, in adult life and as well as childhood, um, I think we see those people around quite frequently. And it's actually something I've had to talk to my daughter about. You know, bullies are a big thing at like, you know, 11 and 12 years old. And we've had to sit down and talk about how people who tear other people down, people who are picking on you and judging on you for whatever it is, whether you're a child or an adult, they don't like what you're doing. They want to me that either maybe micromanage or just make fun of it. I, you know, I have to explain to her. If it's my mother-in-law, I hope she's not listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason most more times than not that these people are doing it is because they feel bad about something on themselves. You know, they don't have that confidence in themselves. They are jealous or they, you know, there is something negative about themselves and they're projecting that onto you by making fun of you, tearing you down and... You know, unfortunately, we do run into those people again, whether it's in in children in school or in adult life too. You know, yeah. Funny thing when we talk about weight loss too. You know, when I I was with my prior company, like someone would get up in in a group meeting format and they would be like, "I just lost twenty five pounds. I feel like a million bucks," and like Mm -hmm. people would be clapping, but I would see daggers in their eyes. Yeah, the jealousy. And and in the weight loss world, it is so hard not to be jealous or not to judge. But again, coming back to that main topic here, that's where the confidence comes in. If you have that real confidence and that real trust in yourself, you wouldn't be jealous. You'd be able to lift them up and work on your yourself as well. Yeah, basically... And we can all find ourselves, I find myself being jealous for a human, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm sure I want what Janie and Johnny have, but I have to find the good in them as well as the good in me. And then I'll feel happier about myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, I think confident people are not afraid to speak up with their opinions, Mm -hmm. but as far as their opinions, they're willing to listen to your opinions as well. 
Oh, absolutely. It's it's a give and take situation. You know, everything in our adult life, you to be willing to learn and listen, but then also to be able to voice your own side of things. Yeah. Like it, I've always ran into that person that never lets me, it could be a boss, a coworker, always shuts you down before you're trying to even get that thought out. Yeah. And that's frustrating. <laughs> it sure is. But you have to be able to understand folks and allow people to be in your life, have a presence in your life. And also, you know, it's a give take. You have to be confident enough to take as much as you want to give. Absolutely. It's healthy, actually. It is. Yeah. That give and take in life. It can't all be, you know, we've talked about it before. It can't all be just you giving your all and getting nothing in return. It's that pouring from an empty pitcher thing again. Um, And if there's if those people closest to you in your life and they're not giving as you're giving, maybe it's time to reevaluate that situation because that is hindering your confidence and your self-perception almost. Now now I have this thing in my head over the last few years is, you know, is that I say to myself, Ben, shut up when I feel like I'm talking too much and I'm not letting the person get their thought out. So yeah. and I'm noticing that I'm learning more from other people when I do shut up. <laughs> you know, um, it's time, you know, for me to value them as much as I value expressing my point or my opinion. You may, yeah, you make a good point because I mean, you know, I'm kind of one that likes to talk a lot as well. I, I realize that I am a talker, <laughs> hence the podcast situation. But <laughs> it is it is so enlightening when you do take that time to sit back and listen as well. And it's crazy how much you learn or how much you notice that you didn't notice before. Just to pivot. Now, confidence plays a role in different factors in our lives. But Mm -hmm. I think confident people are not afraid to say no when they can't give their best self to someone. Um, I believe confident people understand that taking on too many tasks can be stressful and mm-hmm. become overwhelming. And they're they're the ones that say, you know, no, I can't help right now. I would love to help you, but I can't because I have this, this, and this going on. They don't try to spread themselves too thin. And then when they try to help you, they really can't give you their best version of themselves. Absolutely. And I think I think sometimes like wires can get crossed almost in that situation because if you come across people that you know, kind of seem just straightforward, be like, no, you know, I'm just, I can't do that. Or, or no, I don't want to go out and do that this night or whatever. Um, it can almost seem like, well, man, they don't, they're not friendly or they don't want to hang out with you or whatever the situation is. But if you really dig into it and, um, and understand where they're coming from, you can almost like applaud them for realizing, you know, that's just, that can't work in my schedule. And, and to be able to just say no sometimes or to just ask for help or whatever it is, you'll realize like that is their confidence and that's okay because it's just what they need. Yeah. You know, it's so, I don't want to strike any nerves, but <laughs> when we can't, and our, our, we have wonderful listeners and we can't, sometimes it's difficult to say no when person, if a person asks you to move on your day off and you've worked six days and can you help me move and load mattresses into my, uh, load mattresses into a truck and that's yeah. your day of rest, you really shouldn't say to them, I will think about it or I will get back to you. That's not a confident person. 
right? Beating around the bush, making it, you know, not giving a definite answer. Yeah. I mean, and that makes sense. And you're right. You, especially if you've just got that one day off the week and you've got, you know, things planned with your family or just, you know, a lazy day around the house, people shouldn't get upset when, when you say no for those reasons. You, to have the confidence to say, you know, no, I'm sorry. I've, I've already got this planned. Hopefully people would be understanding. Yeah, to all the folks that keep sending my uh, children uh, birthday party invitations for a weekend, uh, I'll send you a check. (laughs) (laughs) You know, our excuse this season is no, we got softball. (laughs) I mean, it's tough. My my, my kids have a bigger social life than an A-list celebrity these days. Oh my gosh, mine too. (laughs) It's like every weekend you guys are, what are you, socialites? But... But um, and you feel bad because if you don't go to their parties, you're afraid those kids are not going to go to your party. And it's a vicious cycle. It is. It is. <laughs> but um, telling no, can, saying no to folks can be healthy. P- people will appreciate your honesty. You know, at least she's honest. Mm-hmm. She didn't say she was wishy-washy or he was wishy-washy. You know, people like people that are honest, upfront, and it makes them feel more comfortable with you. That's why people are drawn to confident people. Yes, you are drawn to them. I mean, I think more times than not because they almost have this way about them. You look at them and it's like, wow, I wish I could be like that. And you can. You just kind of have to reprogram yourself or, or, you know, just take some time to sit down and think, what can I do to make this better for myself? How can I become more confident? And and it really just kind of leads into taking small steps towards it. I mean... Say no, (laughs) for one. Your first step might be having to say no to somebody. Does confidence take risk? Yep, I I would say so. Yeah, you kind of have to get out of your comfort zone sometimes. We don't like to to get out of our four dots. It's comfy and cozy (laughs) in there. Yeah, yeah. It it is taking that leap of oh, I've maybe I've never done this before, or um, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. But the more you do it, um, I think it just does become easier. Like I I actually didn't used to be the type of person to say, no, I can't do that. My husband and I, I think both were pretty guilty of just saying yes all the time. And, you know, it would overfill our schedules. And then, you know, it would cause issues like, oh, well, we told this person we're going to go do this when we forgot we had this to do. And, you know, just, you know, getting older in the adult life, we've learned like, you know, it, it's okay to say no to these things. And it really, it, it gets easier as you keep going. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah, it really does. Because you have to, like, that's a, that's a small goal. Saying no to someone. Saying, no, I can't make this, this function this week. Because when you do it a few times, it becomes a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know, and tell that person, be honest. You know, I'm confident. I worked six days this week. I got so much to do with my kids. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you, you can't be afraid to say no, to express your beliefs if it's going to take something away from you and being the best version of you. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't and, run and on I, fumes, friends. No, you can't run on fumes. And and I think some of the, at least per, for me personally, one of the reasons it was hard to say no or, or say yes, depending on what the situation was, I was always afraid of what the other person would think or, or how they would react. But as I've discovered just through experience, just being very open and honest. No, I have to get this done. You know, I have this deadline, so I'm not going to make it. 
if you just explain yourself and you don't have to be abrasive or rude about it, obviously we don't, we don't need rude people, people in our lives. <laughs> but if you're, <laughs> but if you just say no and explain yourself that, you know, your schedule's packed, you know, most of the time people are going to be understanding about that. And again, probably respect you for it. I would hope. I think they'll respect you. Now, when we talk about weight loss, this may be an area which we don't want to always talk about, but that's mm-hmm. why we have the healthy life because we talk about <laughs> that's things. That, see, that's why we're here. That's that's why we get a paycheck. Um, <laughs> the the healthy being healthy when you lose weight. Now this is this is this is real and raw. This is how we bring it to you, folks. When you lose weight, you gain more confidence. You do, and it's kind of a what do I want to call it? I don't know what the word is. It's I mean it's it's kind of sad because after you lose the weight and you do gain more of that confidence about yourself, about your body, about your lifestyle, your body um, image, right? Your body image, all of it. You gain all that confidence for that. You look back at that person you used to be and you kind of say, well, I wish that girl or I wish that guy had the confidence that I have now. Um, I've done that with myself because, you know, I am more confident just going out and, you know, picking out clothes off a shelf that I don't even have to try on because I know it'll fit. Having that confidence now, I wish I would have had it back then too. Um, It's kind of sad looking back on it. But at the same time, you can't dwell on it too much because having the confidence now after losing the weight is it, it is a huge plus and it does make you feel better. I just wish my my previous self would have had it too, you know? Me, me too. I, I think about job interviews and things I was more worried about if my clothes fit right Mm-hmm. Than what what I was actually going to offer to them on my skill sets and backgrounds on the interview. I worried more about how I my clothes fit, how my suit fit, and I wish I could have talked to my former self of mm-hmm. about that. And you know, because when you do lose the weight, folks, and wherever you're at, keep pushing forward. You know, Ashley and myself are behind you 100%. If you're in day one of your weight loss commitment or journey or day 200, wherever you're at, we're here for you. But um, I feel that by the having that lack of confidence and more worried about the things that really didn't matter on the interview or whatever, I, it held me back. But when I got the weight off, it took a monkey off my back. I had one less worry. I looked in the mirror, man, this outfit, I'm rocking this suit today. I feel yeah. good. Now let me focus on how I'm going to market myself in that interview. Absolutely. I think you're right. And I don't know, when I look back, kind of how you're saying it, you know, your interview, all you were worried about was, you know, the clothes you were wearing, how you were appearing to other people. I know, you know, back before I lost the weight internally, I wasn't present, if that makes sense. Mentally, I wasn't present. I was constantly, constantly worried about, you know, what I looked like, how I appeared to others, how uncomfortable I was, especially physically uncomfortable. And I wish I could go back and tell that person, be confident that it will happen when the time when the time is right. And, um, you know, I think if I would have had a little bit more of that confidence in the beginning, it probably would have came a little bit easier to me as well. Because beginning that weight loss journey is hard enough in itself. You know, it, it is a hit on your confidence thinking, am I going to be able to do this? And yeah, I wish I could just put myself back there and say, hey, <laughs> you can do this. You know, with, with confidence though, I've learned compassion through confidence. Because yeah. if I see people struggling with, with weight and stuff, and a lot of people, 
are not, they're desensitized to that. They think, oh, this person just don't care or something. They do care, believe me, they do care. And there's a lot of people struggling and don't judge, be confident, support them. Don't try to devalue anybody to make ourselves feel better. We've got to look at people with the same, through the same lens that we want the people to look at us. Absolutely. Yep, you're right. You know, it's it's so important. Weight, weight is out, but weight doesn't doesn't make everything in a person. So we have to do goes both ways, I think, with weight. But yep, you have to experience, right. you have to live it. You do. Yeah, you, you do have to experience it to know. Like my my old self, the way I found confidence with losing weight was I find it through humor. Okay. Like yeah. so I used to say this all the time. I used to say my first goal when I was trying to lose weight was to get out of the big and tall store because mm-hmm. there's no tall guys in the big and tall <laughs> store if you've ever been there. You, know, right. you, lady, the, you ladies, you got it all nice. You got like fate, little names like Lane, Brian. No, men's stores, big and tall. Just big and tall. <laughs> that's destination extra large. <laughs> they don't make petite in men's, do they? <laughs> no. But, yeah. you know, and then... Like my first goal was to get out of that store and get myself to sh- shop off the rack. And I felt great when I was able to go into a Marshall's or a Macy's, you know, and then got out of the big and tall store. But that was conf- that w- those are confidence builders. These goals, they're big confidence builders. There's a lot that goes into confidence. It's not just one recipe. What's your thoughts on that, Ash? No, it's definitely not just one thing. And it might not be the same for everybody. There's no like one size fits all. Um, You know, there's, there's multiple things that you might have to do to start building that confidence for yourself. I mean, especially just believing in yourself. We've said it before, but believing that you can, or, you know, believing that you are worthy, that you are capable. That's ground zero. That's ground zero for weight loss and confidence. I, I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that's probably the biggest, most important thing is first of all, just believing. That's not even anything like physical that you have to do in order to start building that for yourself. It's literally just believing that you are worthy and capable and that you can do this. I, I always talk about this, this technique called practicing the pause. So mm-hmm. practicing the pause is the confidence when you talk to yourself where, for example, if I want to eat junk food or I don't want to be lazy and make a left to go visit the the clown or the king or the colonel, <laughs> yeah. you know, and make that left turn into that drive through instead of eating what I have at home, which I know is right. It'll come into my mind to say, Ben, you know, the right thing to do. That's my inner voice or my conscious. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen to that voice to get confident. So I don't make that left into to you know Mickey D's or or Burger King or wherever. But right. and I eat the right meal. Or if I set my alarm clock in the morning to get up to go get that workout in, I don't hit the snooze button. I listen to my inner voice. If you listen to your inner voice, friends, it'll build your confidence. That's your confidence saying, you know, this is the right thing for you to do. But if you tune out that inner voice. And you hit the mute button, that's when things can get really, really messy, in my opinion. Oh, I think you're right. And I think that kind of ties into one of the steps of building your confidence is believing in your cause. You know, you're you're believing in yourself that, no, you don't need to go through that drive through today. I have plenty of food at home, you know, because, you know, confident people, they like 
you're going to stick to your beliefs. You're going to stick to your opinions and, and your cause. Um, and the more that you do that, it's going to continue to build that confidence. Does it take discipline to build your confidence? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to, in order to build that confidence, you have to have that self-discipline, you know, with sticking to your goals, sticking to, you know, what you're wanting the outcome to be. My goal is more important than anything I can put on my fork today. Yeah, I, that's I, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I used to say that before I, my feet hit the floor in the morning as I wanted to have pancakes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I have a great example of that. Um, and I think this is one of the turning points where I realized I was having that confidence in myself that I was going to get this done. So my husband's family always has like either a Saturday or a Sunday lunch, just always at the grandparents' house, you know, all of us get together. Um, and of course, grandma's cooking isn't what is going to help me lose my weight, you know? And what does she make? <laughs> oh gosh, you know, meatloaf, big steak, country fried steak, spaghetti. And not saying that you cannot have that stuff on a weight loss, but we know that generation doesn't really have all the health food in mind, the lighter, <laughs> the lighter versions that I can make. They're myself. not doing keto. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's meat and potatoes, guys, which, hey, nothing wrong with that if you plan for it. But I didn't always have all the bites of the calories for that. And so when I started realizing that my confidence was boosting, I'm like, you know, how can I go over and enjoy this time with them? But still stay on track because obviously in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat? I'm going to have like two bites on my plate, you know? And I started just packing a couple other things to take with myself. I mean, of course, they asked questions in the beginning. And I just told them, and I'm like, oh, okay. And, and, you know, that was it. So I realized, you know, I'm kind of building that inner confidence by saying it's okay to take my own stuff, but still be with the family and still enjoy this time. And I, yeah, I think that was a huge turning point in my weight loss journey. And we did it pretty much every weekend and I still lost the weight and it worked for me. And that just added to that inner confidence that I had. And it's tough telling grandma no to her meatballs or her meatloaf because they look at you sometimes and like, what? You don't like my I cooking? absolutely <laughs> took a spoonful of each thing. I'm, I'm serious. I'd take a spoon of, you know, whatever the main dish was and some sides. I didn't fill the plate. I just took like a heaping spoon. And then that way I was able to, you know, obviously get the delicious taste of everything, but, you know, still stay on track. So right. it's, it's the little things, whatever works for you that makes you feel better that gets you to those goals. Yeah. And you're right. Just like people, you don't want to hurt people's feelings, especially people that cook for you, right? Your family. (laughs) And, you know, and if you've been eating their cookies all your life, but now all of a sudden you don't want to eat their cookies, they're going to think it's them. And especially I come from an Italian family, forget about it. But, um, you know, you don't want to say no, but you, you have to use your skills and use your best interest. You can't just go in there and say, you know, I'm swearing off all your food. I'm going to bring my lettuce leaves. No, you have to to do it. Ashley says, take a a spoonful. Diet declarations never work. I've I've been dealing with them with people for years. They'll come into their house and I'm on a diet. All the food's out of the house, all the junk food's out of the house. The four other family members in the house look like they've been sentenced to prison. (laughs) It's your weight loss plan. You don't have to make it their weight loss plan. You're right. (laughs) You know, if you buddy up and want to lose weight with a family member, that's great. Or as a family. But remember, you're the one who made the choice to choose the change. You don't have to change everyone around you because what's going to serve you. You got to be compassionate too, friends. 
Compassionate, yeah. And, and this is something that I've said to members too when they're seeking advice. You know, I say ultimately you are responsible for you. It's not your husband's, it's not your wife's responsibility, it's not your family member's responsibility. It is your responsibility. And I think that takes confidence to say it and it takes confidence to believe it. You've got to have that self-trust and that self-worth to know that, you know, I am doing this for me. And that's okay if they don't like it, if they don't want to partake in it. But it does take that confidence to stick with it, especially when everybody else around you doesn't care or don't want to have anything to do with it. Right, right. You, you don't have to drag people in if they, if they don't want want to do it. And it's not their goal, you know, mm-hmm. so... But um, as we approach it, we know we're getting into the fall, getting to the holiday season. This is the best time to build your confidence. You know, don't throw in the towel now because, oh, it's the holidays. I'll wait till January. Ashley and I don't want you to wait till the ball drops in Times Square with Ryan Seacrest. Um, Mm -hmm. Jenny McCarthy's not there anymore, I don't think. (laughs) But (laughs) um, when the ball drops, we don't want you to make that resolution that, I'm going to start my weight loss now. Start yeah. with your next meal. Start with your next decision. Have that confidence. Believe in yourself. Absolutely. I think um, if you can build up that confidence, at least start taking steps right now. Um, I say it to so many people who are saying, you know, I'm going to be starting January 1st. And my response is, if you start right now, whether it's just one meal a day or you're going in, you know, head first and doing all of it, if you're able to handle all of that, whatever it is, if you start right now, think about that progress you can make from now until January 1st. Maybe you won't lose 10 pounds between now and January, but you're not going to gain. Maybe you could just be maintaining that weight. You could be learning and building better habits right now. And that way you can keep that throughout the holidays, not overdo it, not gain the weight. And you're just that much ahead of yourself by January 1st. Right. Look at this as like the preseason, like our preseason football, Ashley. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See, the thing about preseason football is nobody watches it. So (laughs) nobody's watching you right now, folks. So if you want to lose your weight, start trying now. Start trying what's going to work, what might not work. Start testing. And then January, you won't be making a resolution when that ball drops. I'll probably be sleeping. Have it started. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll probably be sleeping. That's the routine now. But yeah, you know, that that's the thing, folks. You gotta believe in you, and then the confidence will come as you go across each journey and each goal that you can accomplish. And that it's it's amazing how it works, but it, everything will fall into place if you believe in yourself. Any final thoughts today on confidence, Ashley? I think you got it right there. I think the very first step is just first and foremost, believe that you can, believe that you will do this for yourself. And from there, the confidence just kind of starts blossoming. I mean, just one small step after another. You yeah, just you most definitely it. have to trust yourself. Trust yourself, grow yourself to be the best version of you. Um, thank you folks for listening to us today. We're so happy to be with you every week and you guys take the time out to listen to us. Where can they listen to us? Again, Ashley, I always get this mixed up. She's the brain of the two. <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, the official Healthy Facebook page, and Coach Ben's Weight Loss, Wellness, and Fun. Uh, there's, there's the plug. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ashley, have a great week. Um, we'll be back with you next week um, by our sponsor, Healthy. Have an amazing uh, week and get that confidence level built up. Thanks, folks.